0: Hi, this is Mackie Shillstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. My topic today is the ketogenic diet is more than just for weight loss. The May 2021 issue of the online peer-reviewed journal Nutrients provided an excellent narrative review of the ketogenic diet from researchers in the Department of Biology at Western Kentucky University. Ketogenic diets, which traditionally have emphasized keeping total carbohydrate intake to less than 50 grams per day, have increased in usage from its inception in the 1930s to treat epilepsy. Restricting carbohydrate consumption, emphasizing moderate protein intake, and increasing caloric consumption from fat causes the body to draw more from fat for energy than from glucose metabolism. According to the Nutrients Research, the potential health benefits of the ketogenic diet, a narrative review. Recent studies utilizing a low-carbohydrate, high-fat diets, such as the ketogenic diet, show promise in helping patients lose weight, reverse the signs of metabolic syndrome, reduce or eliminate insulin requirements for type 2 diabetics, reduce inflammation, improve epigenetic profiles, alter the microbiome, that's in the GI tract, the microorganisms, improve lipid profiles, supplement cancer treatments, and potentially increase longevity and brain function. That's important since WebMD estimates that 27 million people are type 2 diabetic, 87 million being pre-diabetics. In addition, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, says that almost 40% of adults around Um, uh, and and around 20 percent of American children are obese. Let me say that again, almost 40 percent of adults and around 20 percent of American children are obese. The Western Kentucky reviewers segment the ketogenic diet into two classifications versus the standard American diet. The therapeutical keto diet's caloric distribution is 5% carbohydrate, 5% protein, and 90% fat, while the standard keto variation is 5% carbohydrate, 20% protein, and 75% fat. The standard American diet is roughly 55% carbohydrate, 15% protein, and 30% fat. The researchers point out that ketosis is normally achieved through either fasting or carbohydrate restriction. It's important to clarify that a low carb diet typically refers to a diet with an intake of somewhere between 50 to 100 grams of carbohydrate per day. However, although this is a lower amount of carbohydrate than the standard American diet, it's not low enough to enter nutritional ketosis. Only when a patient restricts carbohydrate intake to less than 50 grams per day, will the body be be incapable of fueling the body from glucose and will switch to burning fat predominantly. The areas of focus by the Kentucky investigators centered on the effects of the keto diet on the microbiome, as I said, the intestinal bacteria, epigenome, that's changes on the top of the genome, which modify gene expression, diabetes, weight loss, cardiovascular disease, and cancer. The microbiome is composed of trillions of microscopic or- organisms housed in the intestinal tract, supporting 70% of our immune function. While there is limited long-term data on the effects of the keto diet, based on the various studies, many predict that the diet will positively affect the microbiome by increasing the bactericides and the bifidobacteria species associated with improved health and decreasing micro microbial species known to increase health risks, comment the reviewers. As for the epigenome, our heritable markers, it's suggested that by changing our environment to a more favorable status, we can affect our genetic predisposition to heritable disease risk. According to the reviewers, the benefit of the ketogenic diet might also go beyond treating existing disease and instead help prevent chronic and degenerative disease. From a weight loss perspective, the keto diet or the keto dieter, I should say, should be followed under the direction of a primary care physician due to the potential complexity of the individual's current medical status. The researchers point to a long-term 56-week ketogenic study of 66 obese people with a body mass greater than 30, which is obese. It was determined all patients were instructed to eat less than 20 grams of carbohydrate in the form of green vegetables and salads for 12 weeks, and then they could increase the carbohydrate to 40 grams per day for the remainder of the study. The weight and body mass index of all patients decreased significantly. More interestingly, comment the reviewers, The patients were advised to maintain the state of nutritional ketosis and they were able to show continued decreases in both body weight and BMI, body mass index, throughout the body. The CDC says there are currently in the United States an estimated 30 million diabetics, 84 million with prediabetes, which I've said before, which predicts that 45% of Americans are either diabetic or prediabetic. As with the objective of weight loss, the pre-diabetic or diabetic person, that's specifically type 2, should be followed by the primary care physician to monitor appropriate metabolic criteria affected by the keto diet. A few randomized controlled studies looked at the effects of the keto diet on diabetes. One study, study noted uh, was recently conducted at Indiana University one of the first long-term studies that required use of routine blood tests to determine the patient's state of nutritional ketosis while maintaining the keto diet. Patients were highly compliant and experienced improved diabetic conditions. Let me quote, The diet intervention also reversed the diabetic status of some patients whose hemoglobin A1c levels became normal. The two-year follow-up of this study revealed that 74% of the keto diet group remained enrolled. This group had significant improvements in the hemoglobin A1c, fasting glucose, and fasting insulin, while the usual usual care group had no changes from baseline. From a cardiovascular disease prevention and lipid fat, oh that's that's lipid being fat, lower in perspective, the keto diet, with its potential for a high saturated fat intake, has resulted in controversy. Interestingly, the conducting reviewers say only a few studies have evaluated the health impact of very high fat intake on overall health, including weight management, lipid profiles, and inflammatory markers. Quote, one study compared a keto diet to the standard American diet and the standard American diet plus exercise. Not only did the keto outperform other groups in the multiple health outcomes, but it also showed a much more significant decline in triglycerides, as a blood fat. Cancer is the second leading cause of death in the U.S. next to heart disease. The keto's impact on cancer had some mixed reviews. Here's the quote. The data of the effect of the keto diet in human patients is limited, mostly to case studies and cohort studies. A meta-analysis of 24 human studies found that 42% found that the keto diet can reduce tumor growth. In addition, it's been found that most human studies had positive impact, while many other studies found it stabilized disease. And one study found a pro-tumorogenic effect of the keto diet. However, another review of 14 studies of the keto diet and cancer found mixed results. So you see there's a lot of mixed information about cancer. Until more diverse long-term research of controlled trials on various disease populations is completed, it's best to always check with your doctor before embarking on dietary experimentation. Let's leave that to the experts. If you want to read this study and more, including quite more of open-access research uh, nutritional products that are manufactured here in the United States, go to Maxwell, M-A-X-W-E-L-L, nutrition.com. That's maxwellnutrition.com. You'll find a wealth of information there, plus uh, products made here in the United States. They also have agreed to house all my columns uh, and my podcast, this podcast being number 102. So for those of you just joining in who may have gotten the podcast uh, from your various podcast sources under maximal Maximum Wellness, Uh, there is now a library of my columns and podcasts, maxwellnutrition.com. I'm Mackie Shulstone. Until next week, with another Maximum Wellness Podcast, I'm asking God to bless you, keep you safe, healthy, prosperous, and happy in these changing times. I'll talk to you next week. Be well.